Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Machan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. On this week's Big Tech Show, when will cars safely drive themselves on our streets? And who in Ireland is providing the technology to help them do that? We talk to one of the country's biggest automotive autonomy entrepreneurs. I have BMW Drive Assist in my own vehicle and it is much, much safer because we are all prone to distraction, especially when we're on the motorway from Limerick to Dublin, for example. We've all been there where you actually forgot a whole section of the road. So I would say if you take it from a safety perspective and it does allow you to kind of relax. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. A senior GSOC investigator has been arrested on suspicion of passing on confidential information to the Hutch crime gang. The man, aged in his 60s, was arrested in Dublin this morning and is currently being detained at a Garda station in the east of the country. I'm Fiona Jean and I'm joined by Irish independent journalist Robin Schiller for the latest on the story. Robin, quite a dramatic development this morning, would you say? Uh, it certainly is, and it so shows how much that guard investigation has intensified. Um, this morning, that former investigator with the uh, guard, Sheikhan Obensman, was arrested at an address in Dublin by members of the Garda National Bureau of Criminal Investigation, who were only brought in uh, a number of days ago to investigate any potential criminal wrongdoing in relation to this matter. Now, he spoke to those detectives voluntarily a number of days ago. Um, he admitted being at the house, but denied any of the wrongdoing. Uh, since then, Gardy have also collected a number of uh, exhibit statements and carried out other inquiries. And as a result of those investigations, a decision was made to arrest him this morning on suspicion of leaking confidential information. And I think it has to be said that he's not arrested on like in relation to actually attending the party, even though an obvious conflict of interest comes with that. He's actually been arrested um, as part of you know, the ongoing investigation to determine any criminal wrongdoing. And he's being questioned on suspicion of supplying confidential information. Yeah, so, so this was on foot of Section 81 of the Garda Síochána Act. They have arrested him in under the law that allows you to uh, investigate whether somebody has, in effect, disclosed or leaked information to outside parties. Yes, and that's on foot of specific um, information they've received as part of their inquiries and shows how quickly that investigation has ramped up. You know, they only took over on Monday and... Now, three days later, he has been arrested. And it's a quite a serious offence as well. Um, obviously, GSOC have access to a lot of sensitive material that Gardaí would normally have access to. And if a person is convicted of such a crime, they could face a maximum sentence of five years imprisonment or a 50,000 euro fine. And that tariff could actually increase if a person is found to have disclosed information on foot of receiving gifts or some kind of advantage for doing so. And if that is the case, uh, that prison term goes up to seven years imprisonment and the fine increases to 75,000 euro if a person is convicted in the circuit court on that charge. Take me back 10 days. So uh, you and I were both down in the special criminal court when Jerry de Moncoch walked free as, as he was found not guilty. Take us from there. Yes. Yeah, so I think shortly four four o'clock, Jared Hutch finally made his way out of the 
criminal courts of justice on Parkgate Street, a free man. He obviously walked around a bit looking for a taxi. He declined to answer immediate questions. And that taxi then took him to an address in the northern city where he visited relatives. Later on that evening, uh, at a different location in North Dublin, essentially a party or a gathering was held at a, at home for Jared Hutch to celebrate his acquittal. Uh, several different people attended, uh, friends, family, loved ones. And amongst them all was this former senior investigator with the Garda Shield Ombudsman Commission. He later told colleagues he was there. Um, they raised concerns uh, about his presence there and the potential conflict of interest. Um, they informed their bosses who immediately blocked his access to their systems. They took his phone and they also informed him that he would be suspended. Now, before this could be done, he resigned. Um, there were concerns he may leave the jurisdiction. He's originally from outside of Europe and has worked in a different police force outside of Europe. He obviously has stayed around, um, has spoken to Gardaí, and today was obviously arrested as part of that inquiry. Yeah, and, and so effectively the focus has now shifted from his attendance at the party as a one-off event to the wider implications of it. Is that fair enough? Uh, that's completely accurate, yeah. Initially, there might have been suggestions that he... He got to be at that party through a kind of innocent enough uh, connection with a person linked to Gerald Hutch. Um, this, the arrest this morning suggests that isn't the case. Now, it has to be said, he's only been arrested. Uh, he's innocent, proven guilty. He hasn't even been charged yet before a court of law. That guard investigation still is continuing, but it does certainly add a deeper aspect to this and that, you know, guardy certainly have suspicions there may be more to this than just innocently and innocently attending a party in North Dublin on Monday of last week where Gerald Hutch happened to be. Now, this investigator we were previously hearing was actually directly involved in the investigation, uh, aspects of the investigation of the Regency murder because he was looking into the the death in tragic circumstances of Detective uh, Colin Fox in Ballymungarda Station. So he had access to a whole heap of information here, didn't he? Is Is that the cause for concern? It absolutely is. Um, he was obviously involved in that investigation into the death of Colin Fox, who would have overseen and be the senior investigating officer of that recent hotel murder, for which Jared Hutch was obviously on trial uh, in the past year and found not guilty of last week. Apart from that, uh, GSOC members, through the role in investigating members of Garda Shikana, have access to highly sensitive and confidential information. They have access to certain Garda um, IT and intelligence databases uh, in their role. So the fact that this person was there and has now you know, come under the spotlight for potentially leaking information to the Hutch criminal gang has set certainly alarm bells ringing uh, both in on Garda Shikana and the Garda Shikana Ombudsman Commission. Robin, how does this arrest impact GSOC's reputation? Well, it'll have serious implications on the reputation of GSOC. For it to happen to any watchdog in the state is obviously a serious concern, but the fact that it's happened to a body with such... Uh, you know, big access to certain databases and sensitive information is far worse. And the focus, you know, while the investigation is going ongoing from a Garda point of view, GSOC will now have to look at their own internal procedures. And this is likely to be done uh, firstly involving some kind of independent examiner coming in to look at the procedures, how they hire people and the process around that to ensure this doesn't happen again. And the second thing, which Justice Minister Simon Harris mentioned during the week, which he may be in favour of, is bringing in career in service vetting. Obviously, vetting procedures are in place prior to somebody uh, being hired by GSOC. But the fact that that's a once-off and no further vetting is carried out uh, in between or before they leave, it's certainly another uh, focus that could could be brought in potentially uh, to prevent something like this happening again. And somebody like this person who was allegedly compromised happening again. If we project forward from here, 
what's what likely happens from from here on this <clears throat> this individual is now being questioned and then the Gardaí continue their investigation from there uh, yeah, so he's being held uh, under Section 4 of the Criminal Justice Act, which means he can be detained for up to 24 hours. Obviously, during that process, that interview process, certain exhibits, uh, statements will be put to him. He'll be given this opportunity to answer. And then when that period of detention elapses, either at 24 hours or beforehand, the decision will be made to charge him there and then or to release him from custody pending a file to the DPP. Uh, the latter probably would be more likely given the kind of investigation and the speed of which it's uh, it's happened and this arrest has been carried out. Uh, where it goes from there, I suppose the uh, the investigation will I suppose follow certain courses, follow certain statements and see uh, what exactly is at play here. It's obviously very early in the investigation, even though we've had an arrest. But uh, where that goes and you know, how serious the matter will develop remains to be seen. By the way, will this uh, individual be free to leave the country and re- return to his own country of origin during this investigation? Uh, absolutely. If he's not charged for any offence and no conditions, bail conditions are set, he's free to leave. Once he walks out of guard custody, he's not. it's not like in other jurisdictions where there may be a a charge or to release pending investigations. If he walks out of that guard station, he is essentially a free man who hasn't been charged for anything and is innocent. So if he wishes to do so, uh, and if he does or not, there was speculation that he might have left already. He obviously hasn't. But if he does want to leave and return to his home country or any different jurisdiction, he's more than uh, welcome to do so because he's not charged with the offence. And meanwhile, it looks like uh, 10 days after uh, the Special Criminal Court identifies the the Hutch criminal organisation as effectively uh, a criminal gang, quite definitively, Jerry de Moncutch still believed to be in Dublin uh, as are other members of the organisation. Uh, yes, there was initial suggestions and beliefs that he may leave Ireland and return to Spain where he has a certain property or a different part of the Europe, if not further field. That hasn't been the case. He's still been spot around Dublin in recent days and weeks. And certainly feeling now is that he has no real need to leave Dublin at this moment in time. Despite still being under threat from the Kinnaman cartel, that threat may not be as serious as it would have been maybe six or seven years ago. So he certainly seems to be staying in Dublin. He seems to be walking about freely at times as well. As do other members of that Hutch criminal gang. Uh, we have a story in the Independent today where a senior member of that gang, a man aged in his 20s, was the target of a, a significant guard operation. So members of that gang are still living in Dublin, uh, more openly than they would have been in recent years. And some of them, uh, not Jared Hutch obviously, but some of them continue to be involved in criminal activity. And my thanks to Robin Schiller. I'm Fionn Sheehan, and today's episode was produced by Garrett Mulhall, researched by Mary Carroll, recorded by Nal McMonagall, with sound by Gavin Hennessy. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review. Mm-hmm.